It's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show here from the Mothership, which is Studio 22 at the helm today. The puppet master, Mark, driving us into the nether regions alongside him. My brain, my filter, the one who tells me what to say. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, looking all fine. And look at Chance the Rapper making a surprise little cameo experience right there. Chance, the soulless ginger rapper. And, of course, Herbert, the silent deer, over Candace's shoulder, looks on with the same horrible... Face of shock he had when the truck hit him. Listen, folks, I want to welcome you to the show. We're having more fun than should be humanly allowed, and we're going to be doing even more of that today. But I want to remind you, go to watchchad.com. Check out all of the tour dates and the places where we're going to be around the country. More dates are going to be added soon. And guess what? We have some big, big surprises that are about to be announced. I may or may not be doing uh, a couple of shows with some iconic people that uh, you're going to be excited about. We'll see. Who knows? Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But I want you to go there. You can get the podcast there. You can get you know, the tour dates. You can get merch, all kind of stuff. The podcast merch. Oh, you know what one of my favorite things is? Is this shirt right here. You can get it at shop.blazemedia.com. As Rick Wilson says, y'all elitists are dumb. That's right. Go get your y'all elitists are dumb t-shirts before we sell out of them. I love that one. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, we're Trump supporters, so what are you going to do? You know, we're just toothless rednecks that wear cowboy hats and sit in a truck with our dogs and everything. But let me tell you something. If you're a redneck, you can be smart, and you really need to do this. There's tons of VPN providers out there. you probably heard of a couple of them, and some of you may have even used a VPN before, but I like to do research on my sponsors, and I only recommend brands to my listeners that I believe in. I can say with full confidence that ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market, and here's why. ExpressVPN doesn't log your data. Lots of really cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to ad companies. Well, ExpressVPN developed a technology called Trusted Server that makes it impossible for their servers to log any of your info. Now, second is the speed. I've tried lots of VPNs in the past. Many slow your connection down or make your device sluggish. I've been using ExpressVPN for a long time now, a year, and my internet speeds are blazing fast. Even when I connect to servers thousands of miles away, I can still stream HD quality videos with zero lag. You know how much I travel. It's important. So protect yourself with the VPN that I use and trust. Use my link, expressvpn.com slash watchchad today and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash watchchad. Do it right now. Visit expressvpn.com slash watchchad to learn more. Hang tight. We'll be right back. I'm excited, folks. I'm excited, excited, excited. You know that I'm ecstatic. I want you to take a look over here at Party Foul Pub. Take a look at this thing right here. Look at this. Don't touch it, Steve. Don't touch it. Get your hands off of it. I want to touch it. Oh, my gosh. We're going to talk about that rifle here in a minute. Hot news, Natalie. Does that make it even hotter? Can you feel the heat coming off of it? Hard weapon. It is a, whoa, <laughs> this is my rifle and this is my gun. Yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Keith Berry sitting over there. He is the guy responsible for this thing. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but sitting in a hot seat today, my good buddy, Mr. Ryan Weaver, WeaverCountry.com. Yes, yes, yes. You have a heck 
of a story. You and I go back a little ways. We just craziness and a couple shot shows ago. A couple of shot shows ago, and I, I guess one I remember the other one not so much. Not so much. <laughs> we got connected through Nine Line Apparel mm-hmm. and those those nonsense makers, um, good friends, <laughs> and you got professionally connected with them. I am about once a quarter. Right. We'll make a special T-shirt or whatever right, and sell right. the thing. Good dudes down in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, I love them. They're uh, obviously they're a giving centric organization, which is nice. And uh, but I was partnered with uh, Grunt Style for a couple of years. Had twenty two designs out with them, and moved over to Nine Line Apparel. Uh, was hanging out with Matt Lida for a little bit, talking sorry. to him on the phone. Yeah, I know, Matt. I'm sorry, man. Anyway, but uh, yeah, they brought brought me on board, and we're a partner brand with them. I think there are six designs now with some ball caps and whatnot. Wearing one of the designs, my wood etched flag shirt, but uh, always pimp my own stuff. I know. Well, you know what? You got to pimp your own stuff. I always (laughs) say he who tooteth not his own horn remains in a perpetual state of untootedness. And and I like to toot. Toot that horn. Yep. Toot that horn. Toot that horn. (laughs) Real quick, real quick, because anybody that goes to weavercountry.com and you go to the about page on you, it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. You well, got I mean, it. There, there's if, quite, if somebody else is reading it, quite I know a story. My story. <laughs> give us, give us the rundown on the past experiences, the losses, how you came out of that, the experiences, and what you're doing right now. And then we're going to get into the some some deep stuff. Okay. Well, I mean, man, that's not. It's a. I want I got to give the the summary version of it here, but now you just so back in um, 1973, my parents got together. And um, <laughs> and somehow I was created. No, yeah. um, now I, I joined the military in '91 out of Florida, and uh, was a military intelligence analyst. And then did this thing move? It moves. Is, you got to push it. Just comes at you. I'm like all of a sudden I'm like eating yeah, this microphone reach over there at that nozzle right there and just twist that um, sucker. Sometimes it'll go the other way with it. Yep. Or whichever. Anyway, way, so yeah. uh, I uh, went in went in the army in '91. Is that yeah. right? And then uh, as an intel analyst, enlisted guy, was in for nine years, transitioned to be a warrant officer, went to warrant officer flight school, became a Black Hawk aviator, and uh, was deployed to Iraq in 2003. My brother, Aaron, was also deployed. He was with the 82nd Airborne. I was with the 1st Armored Division, and uh, he was actually a cancer survivor. He was also, as I digress, he was in the ambush in Mogadishu, Black Hawk Down, the actual event on the ground, mm-hmm. um, one of the rangers on the ground there, and he was a cancer survivor, was non-deployable, got a waiver to be deployed, and but he had to get bi-monthly blood screenings for the cancer and was flying in the back of a medevac helicopter to one of those bi-monthly blood screenings and was killed in action. Mm. It was shot down, and that made us a first-time Gold Star family. I decided after that, I mean, I was redeployed, and I decided after that, doing karaoke and singing competitions in flight school prior to that is something I really love to do and would start chasing my this dream in country music in his honor and uh, finished out my career retired in 2012 uh, moved up to Nashville with my safety net being my retirement check from the military and became a bar back a personal trainer and going to college full-time yeah and uh took me about a year to get on my feet and really get back into the the music side of things and in 2013 my brother-in-law randy billings was piloting a black hawk in afghanistan and uh, ied blew the tail boom off of that and they rolled down the mountain and killed everybody but a passenger and he was uh he was actually he was killed in action made us a two-time gold star family mm-hmm. and uh you know what I, at that point it was obviously a devastating situation for our family to have to deal with 
uh, wouldn't wish it on anybody. Um, but for me, it turned into an even bigger fuel bomb for my fire. I mean, to go after this dream, I'm everything outside of the box of country music in Nashville, mm-hmm. um, starting later in, a, in my country music career. Uh, music video on national television, shortly thereafter played the Ryman Auditorium with Charlie Daniels and that group and played Bridgestone Arena. And in 2015, was on the uh, Grand Ole Opry stage September 11th with Charlie introducing me right before we went into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Huge, huge honor to get to do that. Uh, no record deal, no formal management, no song on the radio. Uh, to get to experience those things and tell my story, tell Aaron's story, um, it was pretty incredible. And then uh, we put up, I hooked up with John Tigan and Mark Geist mm-hmm. at uh, Volunteer Jam, open between or performed between Ted Nugent and Michael W. Smith right. uh, with 27. What a combo that is. Oh, yeah. Well, I just, I went Uncle after, Ted and Michael W. Smith. <laughs> I played after, uh, he, he did Cat Scratch Fever and melted everybody's faces. And then uh, I was ex- actually expecting Sean Hannity to introduce me uh, on on stage and the whole band and everybody's sitting offside of stage. And and uh, Stormy <laughs> Warren said, I want to introduce to you former Blackhawk helicopter pilot, Ryan Weaver. I remember like it was yesterday because I guess Sean was losing his voice. So he had to go, you know, was taking it easy. But anyway... So the whole band, Six Wire, the guys who are backing everybody, we're all sitting there going like, holy crap, because they told me I had three and a half minutes uh-huh. to do my one song. All of a sudden, I've got 10 minutes to sit there and talk to a sold-out arena, and I'm like, whoo-hoo. Yeah. So I got to tell Aaron's story, which I was going to have to do an abbreviated uh, thing. And I sang a ballad right after Cat Scratch Fever. It was one that I wrote for my brother in the 10th anniversary of his death, and the one that I also sang on the Grand Ole Opry stage after that. And you're so. always fun on stage. I'm usually, yeah, it's usually yeah. like ping, 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 energy yeah. all over the place. And I, I had one opportunity in a veterans or a heroes nonprofit fundraising event to be able to tell a story. And I made a promise that I'd always do that. So, yeah, I stood up and I woke, or walked up to the microphone and I said, um, okay, so I've got some time to talk. I want to thank Charlie Daniels and Ted Nugent for opening up for me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank, thank goodness it wasn't taken the wrong way and everybody laughed at whatever, but it was, it was an amazing opportunity, obviously, to be able to do that. And then we met, like I said, we met John Tig and Mark Geist. Uh, they were promoting the movie, 13 Hours. Uh, it hadn't come out yet. And started really talking with John more, uh, more and more about the song that I had written called Burn. Yeah. And rewrote the words a little bit to try and get into the movie, but we didn't get it done fast enough for them to, to get it into the film. But Paramount gave us authorization, used the trailer clips from the film to help as, as kind of a collateral promotion for the movie. And then got invited to go out and do a show out in Colorado, PBR CEOs, the uh, primary sponsor. And he's sitting there in the front row and opened up for Doc and Warren and Great White and Actually started yeah. saying some not so pleasantries to Dokken because I was on stage for 15 minutes and his manager told us we were done, and I was the only veteran on the veteran nonprofit bill, so I wasn't happy about that. Yeah. Anyway, all that aside, but uh, then we started. Uh, Steven Tyler was the headliner for the World Finals in Las Vegas in 2016, and at T-Mobile Arena, and they brought some guy that nobody knew with no song on the radio. Uh, to be the headliner in 2017, Madison Square Garden was the first 2018 show. So. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, which I mean, you got to be living under a rock. PBR, of course, professional bull riders. Yes, professional bull riders, and uh, that's a big crowd. Yeah. People, <laughs> that is a that is a reasonably good sized crowd when you're in Madison Square Garden. Oh yeah, well, I mean, the biggest one was right here in Arlington. I got right. to perform at AT&T Stadium AT&T with Stadium. their 46,000 plus record crowd. It was just incredible. You know, I mean, Sean Gleason gave me an opportunity. 
Um, he took a chance on on um, somebody that wasn't backed by a lot of money or, or, or uh, you know, like I said, out there. And, you know, it's, it's, it's absolutely changed my life. I love Sean, man. We've had some times in Denver where we couldn't remember our names, but that's yeah. another story. <laughs> it's a whole other story. Yeah. Right. No, that's uh, it. I still can't get over it. You got Cat Scratch Fever, Ryan Weaver, and then Friends of Friends Forever. Yeah, one of my if favorite the Lord's songs of all time. the Lord of them. Mm -hmm. Michael W. Smith. And a friend will not say never. Yep. Because the... <laughs> Everybody knows that song. Man. I know. It's, it's like a beautiful song. Actually, in awesome. high school... That's, when, a, that's a good dude, by the way, Michael oh, W. Smith. So, he was He's so the best. Kind, so kind. And it's kind of, you know, I try not to fanboy when, when I meet folks just right. because you don't want to act like an idiot. And when I saw him, I'm like, I can't, because I knew him from high school. Sure, of course mm -hmm. you did. I'm we like, all did. Holy smokes! <laughs> Wasn't that all I, of our class song? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we went to Night of Joy and Disney, and he was one of the major acts there. Yeah, it was it was great. But getting to meet him, him and Travis Tritt, those two. Mm. Yeah. Again, more polar opposites. Yeah. <laughs> Travis is a good dude, though. Oh yeah. Uh, he's fun. He's a good time. Mm -hmm. He's a good time. He fanboys over me. Yeah. Just well, fun. so did I when I first met you. Hey! What's up? Tell so, me more, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. We had, we did, we we, we were sitting there, Tig Tigan, John Tigan, and... Uh, um, what a wuss. <laughs> he really is a weak man. Weak man. Like, you see 13 hours, and you're like, okay, here's a battle-hardened vet, you know, and like, and he's all, does all this tactical stuff, competitions, and you see him, and it's like, he really is kind of a weenie. Yeah. He's, he's, really, he's really small. The yeah. small you don't guy. How, small. how much of a tiny man he should man work he out a little bit. He's emaciated. He, he should work out a little bit. He should. I, I think he he's vertically challenged. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I'm, I've been sitting here talking about myself the whole time. <laughs> I listen every time I'm around you guys. I, I hate it because y'all are in such good shape. Um, and then of course we're hanging out with the Undertaker there at Caesar's right. Palace, you know. And we're you know just that was one that was the night I looked at uh, Mark Calloway, the Undertaker, and I said, "I'm going to punch you in the face." And he said, "I better not find out about it." I could swing eye level and hit that guy in the belly button. Yeah. He's that That's tall. a big boy. He, <laughs> Not a lot of six foot ten guys no, out there hanging never, around us. Yeah. Never seen somebody that big. I know. But we you know, we've had fun and we were just out at Shot Show mm -hmm. again and you got a new project that we're gonna get into. I wanna talk about this because it's something that's very near and dear to our hearts here on this program. We've talked about it on other episodes. And I want to be, I want to make everybody aware of not only this topic, but this project that you're working on that's exciting. Um, you kind of got hell's gates opened up and the devil coming after you because this is one of those things that I've found that there's certain topics out there when you start dealing with those mm -hmm. topics, it's like uh, Satan don't want that exposed. Right. 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 And so you come under these attacks and it's just you, you got the obstacles and that's why – that's one of the reasons you're here other than we're just hanging out and, you know, reminiscing and catching up. But this is a big project that's coming up. This it's is a big project. And we're, yeah, I want to get into the details of it. So I don't want you to give it away just yet. Okay. Hot news, Natalie, touch that gun, touch that gun, put your hands on it. Steve, don't you touch it. Don't you touch it. We're going to tell you the story about this gun here in a minute. It was used to, it was used to, I oh, well, we'll tell you that in a minute. <laughs> 
leave you hanging. Hey, listen, it's still early in the year, but if you run a small business, you know 2020 will fly by. My gosh, 2019 went by so quick, I didn't know what to do. Listen, that's why you need to use LegalZoom right now to make sure you're set up for success. Over the past 19 years, LegalZoom has helped more than 2 million Americans start their businesses by incorporating, forming an LLC, and more. But even after your business is set up, LegalZoom can help, still help you with a lot more things like lease agreements, changing tax laws, and reviewing contracts that all play a part in running your own business. Now, these are precisely the kinds of costly hurdles that can take time away from your growing business. So don't let that happen. Listen, I've used LegalZoom a lot for trademarks and various things. A lot of the stuff that you see out there that's you know that's our branding, we did it through LegalZoom because it was just so simple to be able to use them. Now, they're not a law office, okay? LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys and tax professionals, they can provide advice to address these things and a whole lot more and you'll never get charged by the hour since LegalZoom isn't a law firm. So go to LegalZoom.com today, enter promo code PRATHER at the box and check out for special savings. That's LegalZoom.com, code PRATHER, LegalZoom, where life meets legal. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, take a look again over here at Party Foul Pub. I love every time I say that because Steve's on his phone, and then he throws it down real quick like, I'm not doing anything. Well, I was doing some research, so. Oh, uh, yeah, the, okay. what we're talking He's about. texting his wife. Ryan, Steve is scared of his wife, Tony. I'm scared of mine, too. I was going to say. My wife's 5'11". Yeah? Yeah. She, she, she's yeah? got me by a couple feet. She, can she take you? <laughs> <laughs> she's got me by a couple feet no she's the most kind woman in the world but i can i can see well tony's not right tony tony will cut you she has, a, she has to live with me that's pretty you know tony yeah well that, yeah. trust me she's got her work cut out for her, steve yeah. she's got the work cut out for her to be able to have to deal with you on a day-to-day but she's pretty well got you in line i was gonna say she's been doing it for 20 years so she pretty well got pretty you in line but she'll cut you yeah. Tony will cut you. <laughs> She'll shoot you. And, and now Tony, Tony's what, 5'2"? Five 5'3". Two? Five five, yeah, you're giving her an you inch? You just took an inch away from her. She's going to be well, pissed. Yeah. There's a lot of jokes that are coming yeah, to my mind right are. now that I'm just going to leave alone. <laughs> just going to leave them alone. I got an inch I can give her. <laughs> hey, there's one. Oh, Cha-ching. There you go, Tony. <laughs> there you go, Tony. Um, that, so, yeah, she a little old bit, but uh, she could take you. Anyway, yeah. he's got to check in like every 15 minutes. Right. right. That's why 20, he's on his phone over there. But that, that, that rifle that's sitting up there, that is a Creedmoor, a 6.5 Creedmoor, which is my favorite. I love those rifles. I just, it's my favorite. Just love them. Recently got one myself. Nothing like this. And let me tell you something. You folks listening and watching this, you need to, if you're listening to it, jump over on YouTube. We'll also post some pictures of it. You got to see this thing to appreciate it. Who knows? You might own it. There's going to be a chance for you to own it. You're working on a project right now. Yep. And we, I'll just jump right into it because we talk about this quite often. America's the number one nation in the world in terms of uh, human trafficking abuse. And you wouldn't think that that's true, but it is. You got a project going on that's working to fight this, just like many of our friends that we talk about, talk with on the show. What are you doing? Well, one of the things I think that a lot of folks think is that it's Hollywood and it's a movie 
and they don't realize that it's sitting on our doorstep right now. Yeah. That and it doesn't it, it doesn't target any specific demographic. It targets everyone, yeah. and um, you know it's an epidemic that's spreading across the U.S. and uh, I did the burn music video with uh, if if you guys want to check it out. Uh, I did a burn music video with the Benghazi with Chris Peranto and John Tigan. We talked a little bit about it um, for the break, and um, I honored the Benghazi four that were lost and my two brothers. And we wanted to, I essentially, T.J. Kurgan with Danger Close Media Group, he uh, he presented the idea, said, Ryan, you know, I'd, we were going to do another music video uh, with Arrival, my single Arrival that uh, is already out there. You can listen to it. But And I was going to do, you know, an ISIS take, you know, Sleeper Cell takedown or something like that to make it cool because we also added Dave Benton, who was Boone in 13 Hours. So we have three Benghazi heroes that are involved in this. Um, and... TJ said, you know, check in, check in, in into this human trafficking thing. And this is something that everybody that's watching the show, I want you to understand. My friends are in the tactical world. I mean, I some of the best folks that I hang out with, they're all in the tactical world. And I did not know how much of a problem this was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I mean, and, and I was shocked when I started doing my research on it. When I was shocked when I started talking to counselors and, and folks that were uh, trafficking victims that are now counselors and the folks that are doing cross-border rescues. And I didn't realize that so, several of my friends were doing cross-border rescues right now. Um, it's, it's a huge, huge problem that we're, we're going to fight against. Thing is, how do we get it out? Th- how do we get this taboo subject out there um, in a respectful way to the victims? Um, and also, it's got to have some entertainment value because we can't just. Don't get me wrong. I've been, I've watched a, a ton of great documentaries on this already, um, but you have to be able to reach the folks like um, that are outside of that world or yeah. not in the tactical world and, and entertain them just a little bit too. So there will obviously be a, a great storyline, um, but we're working on a short film that uh, is going to be given to every single human trafficking organization out there for free. You know, I, I got caught up, I caught into watching this McMillions documentary. Mm. Have you seen that? They are even seen it advertised where they, they were scamming the McDonald's monopoly thing. And they're like mm-hmm. this, my wife's like, this is a multi-episode documentary. It's like you can make anything entertaining. Oh yeah. Anything. I mean, right. we're talking about scamming the monopoly game at McDonald's and there's multiple episodes of how these people were doing this. So something as dynamic as human trafficking right. that affects so many people you know, I understand that you got to you got to make it. Inter- there's an entertainment element to it to keep people tuned in, uh, so that you can put the facts out there. Right, right. And you're coming up with all you're coming against all kind of challenges with this. Yeah, I, I will tell you, as everyone that's watching this knows, that being a conservative in today's day and day and age is is. I've heard that you're gonna heard you're tough. gonna you're gonna have the the attacks on you and all that kind of stuff. And I'm a facts based kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have feelings based arguments <laughs> with people. Right. Um, but this is something that's a, a, a really emotionally charged topic, and it's something that a lot of folks really don't want to uh, don't necessarily want to talk about. But I know that there is also a huge community of folks that are out there, uh, church communities, local communities that are doing you know their own. Uh, community policing and and that are actively involved in the fight against this and then of course the national organizations that are out there well we want to provide an opportunity for every organization that's out there to have something that they can use as a marketing tool to support their project so Mm -hmm. we're going to do a 15 minute short film 
Um, we're going to give it to every human and sex trafficking organization across the U.S. or anybody that wants it. We're going to give them a free licensing deal on it to use it and just put your PSA on the end of it for your organization and use it as, a, as you know, to get the word out there. But the best thing about what we're trying to do with this is we're, we're, we're conveying um, a genuine message and, a, and we're going to go through a realistic Something that is actually some of the guys that are involved in the film, J.P. Cervantes, mm -hmm. um, the human trafficking rescues that they've done. And then, of course, uh, Craig Sawman Sawyer, he, he's doing some sting operations with local uh, law enforcement on uh, pedophiles and sick folks like that. Their the realistic experiences that they've had and realistic uh, investigations and rescues, we're going to base this off of those um, so that when we're doing it, it has that entertainment value, but it's also legitimate. Yeah. And the people that are involved in this, you can't, you don't, you don't assemble a cast of folks like this that have reputations in our communities um, and at the national level. Officer Tatum, Brandon Tatum's involved in it too, his pre, uh, previous law enforcement SWAT. So we've got some big names that are, you know, supporting this cause and we can't do it without your help. Yeah. How does that rifle play into this whole deal? So, um, you know, I, I, I talked to folks at 5150, um, the first time a, a little bit back over Instagram, I believe we connected over that, but, um, I saw the photos of the rifle and a video from SHOT Show. And John Tigan had, had pictures with it. I think everybody wanted to take pictures with this beautiful thing. And um, I was just, I, one of the ways that we raised funds for Burn, my music video for Burn, John Tigan had a custom AK-47 made mm -hmm. that was specific to it. And it was one of our biggest fundraising things. So I was just reaching out to companies and saying, you know, we, we want to get corporate product placement sponsorships with folks in there, folks we need everything from helmets to, you know, eyeglassware and all that kind of stuff. But one of the other fundraising opportunities that we have for this is to be able to have one of a kind rifles. I mean, you're not going to get another one of these. He, he, they only do one. I'd love for him to be able to talk, uh, Keith, talk about it a little bit. But you're only going to get, there's only one of these and he doesn't make more than one. That's the one thing that he said to me. Mm -hmm. So I, I felt it was a, an awesome opportunity for us to be able to get with an org, uh, a company that supports great nonprofit organizations, believes in a positive message, believes in getting out there and making a difference in the community. And uh, he offered it up. It, after several weeks of conversation, I did a whole lot of begging, I got to be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. I did a whole lot, of, whole lot of groveling and begging to try and get this um, beautiful, beautiful struggle rifle. And um, that's, that's, we're going to use it to raise funds for this film. That thing is gorgeous. I mean, I don't know that the camera's really going to pick up on the detail of it. Like I said, we'll post some pictures of it. But the etching, the engravings on that thing are phenomenal. Phenomenal. Talk to us a little bit about that thing, Keith. Um, so, struggle. The the concept was born out of the man's eternal struggle is good versus evil, and with everything going on in the world right now, we felt like this was just the right time to do a build like this. Basically, came about me and the vendors that we do uh, do business with or are involved with wanted to do something really over the top for Shot Show because mm -hmm. we had to top what we did last year with the build for Randy Couture. Um, so from barrel to butt, it's engraved with archangels battling demons. There's Easter eggs in there as far as seven deadly sins. Uh, there may or may not be a couple of political figures hidden there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I spotted, I spotted a couple of them in one. there and then, then you showed me a couple of them. And I was like, Oh boy. Uh, the, in the filigree is, you know, the signatures of everyone who was involved, the designers, myself and the other five designers at outlaw ordinance, uh, up in Louisiana, they actually, do all of our engraving on all of our guns when we come up with a concept that we want to do. 
Um, you and Tub Precision kind of put this one in motion. They build the upper receiver because uh, they uh, called me after my lovely wife said, we are not building another gun this year for SHOT Show. <laughs> and uh, then this happened anyways. Um, but we, you know, Ryan reached out to me, I think it was just a few days after SHOT Show. And I know that it's because of TIG, because uh, I talked to TIG last year and this year at SHOT Show, got to have a beer with him. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> I think he was drinking light beer. You but, didn't you buy, know, didn't you? No, I didn't buy. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh you know he, he connected us and uh, ryan and i started talking and he told me what he's doing and really just seems to be fate the way it came together what we built the rifle to represent and what he's trying to do um you know my wife and i who that's it we are the company um have been involved with three law enforcement charities and two military charities and you know there's no better cause than what he's trying to do so we yeah. figure so you guys are still trying to figure out how you're going to raise funds with it. But, I mean, obviously there'll either be some kind of a donation or an auction or something like that. And you're, but the, all the funds are going to go to help in the production of this film that you're doing. I mean, quite honestly, if anybody's watching the show. You're and, watching this. You're and, ready and to write a check it, right now? Hey, WeaverCountry.com or Brian Weaver Country on Facebook, shoot me a message and, and we, we can go through send it right to your FFL right now. Yeah. I'm okay. I mean, if you want to spend thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars, I don't know what y'all's price tag is on that thing, but I, but I mean, I'd love to see you guys raise fifty thousand dollars out of that guy oh, right there. And the thing is, I, you and I go to nonprofit events all the time. Sure. I see people spending ridiculous amount of money, uh, amount of dollars to support a cause that matters um, on basic ARs, yeah. and this is a one of a kind long distance shooting rifle. You're just not gonna. You, you, won't, you won't be able to find another one like no. that. No. I, I mean, mean, that's one of a kind. There will never yeah. be another one in existence. And how many hours is, what, did you say was put into this on just the laser etching just alone? Just on the engraving side, I believe they said it was 163 hours. Yeah. Um, and, and when you see this up close, like I said, we get the pictures of it. The, the detail is just incredible. Yeah. But I mean, but all the different parts that are machined and, and the, you know, how he's made this rifle, you, you any gun collector out there anybody that wants that unique that special firearm you're you're not going to get one more special than this i don't think yeah but uh one thing i would like to say chad um all of the money is going to the film i'm not making a dime off of this all the money we're raising everybody that's going to be in the film are volunteering their time so just so you know and and if you look at the list of folks that are involved in this it's it's as legit as it gets yeah. Uh, we and I, I know a lot of your folks don't know me out there um hopefully you've gotten to know me a little bit you know on this show so far but uh, i'm happy to answer any questions personally if anybody has any questions yeah. about this too i know ryan i love ryan ryan's <laughs> my friend and uh you know we give tig a hard time tig's my friend mm -hmm. oz is my friend uh you know tonto those guys i love boone i mean i, I could go down the list of good human beings tig actually bought tickets bought tickets to come to my show in pueblo colorado next month it's yeah. coming, so awesome. y'all come hang out with Tig there. Hey, listen, friends, stop wasting money on overpriced holsters starting at just $37. We the People holsters are custom designed to fit your firearm perfectly and made right here in the USA. They have thousands of options to choose from for both inside and outside the waistband, plus an amazing selection of printed holsters with the everything from the Constitution to Thin Blue Line and even designs to show your support for our president. Their proprietary clip design allows for you to easily adjust both the cant and the ride of your holster so that it will fit comfortably and securely at all times. So go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash chad and get yours today. 
Every holster ships free and comes with a lifetime guarantee. You can get an additional 10% off with the offer code CHAD, and I promise you satisfaction is guaranteed. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a total refund. We the people holsters.com slash Chad. That's right. Go to we the people holsters.com slash Chad and use offer code Chad. Let's talk about music for a minute. Okay. Talk about music. You know, I'm a pretty special musician. I can, they call me a prodigy, somewhat of a gift. We have a song we're going to write. Yeah, well, that's right. We're going to. Yes. We are going to. And I have this desire to write like it's super paid. I mean, I know it's been done, it's been done, it's been done. But my buddy Cooper Wade and I, Cooper's down in Houston, songwriter and singer. And we've been, we've been kicking around an idea. So we need to talk about that as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got... You know, he, he Cooper's always like, hey, let's get John Rich on board. I'm like, well, John Rich doesn't just get on board. Yeah. Right? John's got his own thing going on. He's sort of busy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of famous. Yeah, he's sort of got some stuff happening in right. his life. Right. They don't just drop everything for peons like me. Now, he'll respond to my text with, no. I, I, I you know, I know John watches this show. Yep. I've messaged John multiple times on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a cell to phone no number. How about that? To no avail. <laughs> you can blow him up all day long. To no avail. I'm like, there. Trump Jr. answers my, my messages, but I can't get John Rich to. John, JR, what the heck, dude? <laughs> you got the actual junior no, who's, yeah. who's messaging Ryan back, and I can't get John Rich, JR, to come on, dude. It's all good. How'd he do? That's the name of his beer or his cider. I don't so, even know what it is. A little, little his, historical thing as far as my career is concerned. The very first karaoke singing competition I won that I got to open for George Jones on. Because oh. he was my first national act I ever opened for was Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. No kidding? Yes. Not a singing song. It's a shake your butt song and because yeah. I can't sing for anything. But uh, no. <laughs> um, but no, I was that Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy was the song I won with. Funny. Yeah. It's funny. Now Fell we, off a table, got voted into the top 10. Not kidding. Beautiful. <laughs> Natalie, I think, has uh, danced on some bar tops to that song. <laughs> no, but my... I have. <laughs> okay, I have. That's true. Sober. But yeah. my grandmother and George Jones are first cousins. Wow. That's it. That's all I know. Yeah. You, <laughs> he didn't know it. He didn't know I was his cousin. I tried to meet him, but he was You got a lot me. of cousins. Shh. Notorious. Summer Outlaws. I'm going to go with George Jones yeah. right now. Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Gotcha. You, you know, she ones. came to see him one last time. <laughs> I want to hear you oh, sing. Oh, and we all Can't you just do some a cappella? I usually do. My dog has fleas when I'm, I'm asked to sing out of... You want to do it? Out of turn. My dog has fleas. See, it's, no, That's good, it, though. <laughs> no, I I, a, I, it's it's kind of one of those... Uh, uh, I don't know, man. It's like the, Natalie it's, likes it's to put awkward. people on the spot. It's, Have you asked him for his address yet? No. Which, where do you live? No, we're not going to do that on the thing. Nashville, He's smart. Tennessee. He's which, smarter than that. No, what's your that. address? So my address. She's going to pull uh, it up on Google. She literally, what she likes to do, she has this weird thing. She likes to look at people on a satellite. <laughs> she likes to check out their house. Is that bad? And I mean, like, we've had so many people that have been guests on here, and she's like, no, seriously, I want your address, your actual address. But they've given it. Every and she's time. just cute enough Not that on air. stupid men will do it. And then she's like, then she'll sit over there at the bar and she's looking up their address while we look up her dress. 
They didn't, they didn't do it on camera. But she sends no. Christmas cards, too. So. Well, that's See? her deal. That's what it is. That's her deal. I like Christmas cards. Okay. That are, that are up what's, your address? Address? <laughs> yeah. what's your address? What's your address? What's your address so I can send cards? you the Christmas card of a uh, picture of up my dress? Yes. Ooh. It's very merry. Yeah. I'll show you my mistletoe. <laughs> hey. I know you hate being put on the spot, but I mean, you know, singer. Yeah. Um, so I have a... Uh, what was it? What you? I don't know. We'll do. Uh, lying awake, I toss and turn, and I try to sleep, praying to God you're out there somewhere thinking of me. Thoughts are burning, lost in yearning for your company, 'cause I'm still here without you near, and I'm trying to be strong enough to keep my heart from breaking into a million parts without you. And that's 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 what you think of me. So we'll eventually get that uh, yeah. uh, recorded. We have an, uh, an acoustic version. I'm of it fully now. lubricated right now. But yeah, you are. That's one with that. I actually that's I got the Slicker debut that on gun the gun Liquidated. They, the Grand Ole Opry performance that the band that the recording that we have of that they had heard an acoustic song with me singing completely charted the whole thing. I don't know if anybody knows how that works. Mm-hmm. Completely charted it out. And played it like a full on, like a studio, full on studio, group, yeah. and never played the song before. We did it live on stage, so I'm thinking to myself, you know, we're just doing the running through it, kind of on an acoustic way, and they're like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 and we got out there, and I had tears running down my. Obviously, I'm out there doing this, mm-hmm. tears running down my face, and and. You know, to, we got a little bit of a standing ovation after it was done, which to get that on the Grand Ole Opry stage and nobody yeah. ever heard the song before, knew who I was, was pretty incredible. But man, I'll tell you, yeah, that's, but we did, that's called What You Think of Me. I it was yeah. one I was telling you I wrote. I like it. I yeah. dig it. I wrote a song about, about depression. It goes, I'm a blueberry. <laughs> And Keith Berry's sitting over there wearing a blue shirt. <laughs> How about yeah, that? It works. See, you inspired me. Glad I'm I a blue Berry. Berry. The brilliance Barry. of writing. I'll, I'll get you yeah. armies in there. Berry. Deep. Barry. <laughs> man, oh, man. We're going to dinner tonight. Yeah, We're going great. to dinner tonight. We're going I might even, shh, don't tell, don't tell anybody. I might, I might sip a little tequila. Mm. I might. I I don't believe in it, though. You don't believe in sipping tequila? No, I believe in facts, not feelings. So, you know. Shots. Fact is, but I feel like, I'll identify as not having sipped any tequila. The fact is, when you sip tequila, the feelings, and anything you've hurt in your body kind of. The feelings come out. The feelings come out. I'm on the wagon, y'all. I uh, vodka wagon, man. I am on the wagon, <laughs> I mean, boy. Yeah, I am sorry. dry. I am dry. Well, you know, a little while ago when he was singing, I was moist. But oh, that word. Oh, that, that moist. offends so moist. many people. Who are we talking to? Oh, Bougie Sean the other day. He's like, I like the word moist. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother yeah. me. There are, doesn't I don't think me. there are too many words that do bother me. Does it bother you, Candace? Candace, it bother you? You don't want to talk about it? You don't want to talk about it? Look at her. She's just over there shaking her head. Ken's like, leave me out of this. I want you just to leave me out of this. That's funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, well. Anyway, weavercountry.com. Yes. 
people can find you on social media, Ryan Weaver Country, at Ryan Weaver Country. Yeah, for Instagram and Facebook. And if they want to watch, we got a Never Forgotten Tribute video. We honored uh, fallen law enforcement, first responders, and military. That's the way it was played in, uh, for every professional bull rider show that I did. Um, we honored uh, New York Fire Department, New York Police Department from 9-11, the Dallas police officers uh, family that uh, were killed in the attack downtown here, Border Patrol agent, and then my family as well. Uh, co-wrote that song actually with Taylor Swift's drummer, which was kind of cool yeah. to say. But um, he's a super nice guy, incredible, incredible songwriter too. Um, and so you can find that video on my YouTube page. It's, or actually, I think that one's on PBR's page. So, But if you search Ryan Weaver, Never Forgotten, mm-hmm. that's out there. But Ryan Weaver, Burn, and several other videos and songs that we've got out there. But, yeah. Keith. Yes, sir. Do you want people to find you? Absolutely. <laughs> How can uh, they find you? On Instagram, we're at 5150. It's the number 51 in the word 50. Gotcha. And uh, on, online, our website is is 5150rifles.com. Got you. Is is that spelled out or numerical or it's, how, it's the number fifty one and the word fifty? In that's what I thought. Yeah, fifty one yes, and then fifty. And uh, but remember, folks, his wife, his wife ain't gonna she ain't gonna let him make another one of those guns, <laughs> right? Not not anytime soon. And you can go to WeaverCountry.com. You can send a message to Ryan. You could own that gun. Uh, and we would love for you to. And, and and if there's anybody out there that just wants to support the fight. Because I know how much you guys care about it here and, yeah. you know, fighting against it. And if anybody just wants to support the fight, we got an Indiegogo um, campaign going on. We can send you the information on that if you just want to contribute uh, or if you want to be a sponsor, a production sponsor, you name it. We, we've got all kinds of options to get in a call, uh, help the and, cause. And that's a, you're talking about saving lives. I mean, you're saving lives. And this is not just about one of the fastest growing demographics mm-hmm. right now in human trafficking that's going on is young boys. Oh, it's horrible. A lot of people don't even realize that. They think it's just a a female Mm -hmm. thing. Right. Uh, This is happening with young boys. It it is horrible. Lives are being ruined. Lives are being taken. Uh, People, it is a modern-day slavery. Now, those of you who watched our Epstein specials, uh, we that's what we chose to call it. These girls were enslaved in many, many ways. So, and everybody has an opportunity to help. I mean, yeah. everybody, you spend money on cups of coffee that cost, you know, 15 bucks nowadays, it seems. And um, <laughs> why not Why not put it towards something that matters? I hear you. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Y'all hang tight for a final thought, and we'll be right back. Y'all know we'll always pimp stuff out, man. You see these boots right here that, that Ryan's wearing? I don't know if you can see them up close. Just stick those things Ooh, out there. It's off there Y'all have seen angle, me yeah. wear those boots. Not that exact pair. My own pair that Ryan yeah. got for me. I like the flags uh, up the side. Look at those suckers, yeah. man. You want to talk about patriotic. and uh, The stars and stripes. We don't want to say it's the flag because yeah. then everybody's going to get upset. You can't wear a flag, on man. On your feet. On your feet. No. Stars and People stripes. so funny. Yeah, but it's this gorgeous, patriotic. I got a pair. Keep them with me at all times because I never know when I got to pull them out. And the thing I like the most is those stars, the studs that are on there. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's some hardcore stuff right there. Where can people get those boots? They're uh, hand-stitched, actually, hand-crafted, hand-stitched. Every one of these stars are punched in there by hand. But Lane Boots, Lane Boots, and just look up Old Glory, Ryan Weaver, and you'll find them there. They're in men's, women's. We got them in stonewashed black, and they're coming out in caramel. I love Uh, them. Caramel's coming out. They're going to be beautiful. Is it caramel it. or caramel? 
Doesn't matter, Steve. What's the right okay. way of saying it? Car- I don't know. Caramel. Caramel. I know what you tomato. meant. Tomato. I know exactly what you meant. <laughs> brown. Escalator. They're coming out in yeah. brown. <laughs> yeah. Steve calls it an escalator. He means it, too. That's what's sad. Yeah. WeaverCountry.com, check him out. Of course, you can go to PartyFoundation.com and check out all kind of stuff that all Steve does. I mean, he'll stuff. ruin the English language on that website. <laughs> just, just try to go in there and read it. You can go to BlazeMedia.com and get the uh, Y'all Elitist are Dumb. Go get it. BlazeMedia.com, check it out. WatchChad.com is where you're going to find me for all things. Chad, go get it. We love y'all. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.